Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through the Gospel of Mark. We're at the 13th chapter, Mark's account of what we call the Olivet Discourse, where Jesus is answering questions. You know them by now, don't you? Four disciples had come to him and said, Hey, uh, what are these things going to be occurring? What's going to be the sign of your coming again and of the end of the age? And Jesus started speaking some things to him. He says, See to it what? That you're not misled. See to it that you're not frightened. Okay? That type of thing. And so we've gone through all that. We've gone up through the 19th verse of Mark 13. So let me start with that 19th verse again. Jesus says this, For those days will be a time of tribulation, such as not occurred since the beginning of the creation which God created until now and never will. So Jesus uh, is talking about a tribulation. As a matter of fact, Jesus coined the phrase. Uh, Matthew calls it, um, Matthew says that Jesus called it the great tribulation. This is a tribulation. This is a time of uh, despair unlike anything that man has had before. And J Jesus actually tells us, he says it's going to be unlike anything that's occurred since the beginning of the creation, which God created. Again, let me reemphasize that Jesus himself speaks of God creating, and Jesus was the one that actually spoke into existence at the behest of the Father. But he himself, Jesus says that God created, and he says that there was a beginning since the beginning of creation. And so if you get in your Sunday school class, or you get in your Bible studies, and they start talking about and start trying to convince people that man has got this figured out correctly, that man's understanding is correct, then just take them back to this. And then it's a very, very clear decision. You're either going to believe uh, the conjecture and the faith of man, or you're going to believe the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's that simple, folks. If you come along and I, can I say this? I, I want to be careful of this. Uh, can somebody be a true believer and yet be ignorant and wrong about uh, subject matters? Oh, yeah, we all are. Can they be ignorant and wrong about uh, origins, creation, and things like that? Yes. Can they be ignorant and wrong and reject what the Word says and still be a believer? I think they can, let's say this, maybe for a period of time. <laughs> but if they refuse to see that, then it's going to be evident in some other things because it's quite obvious in the Scripture. If you don't believe the first verse of the first chapter, then you're not going to believe portions of the rest of it. And you cannot sit there and just pick and choose and say, oh, yeah, I'm a believer, but I only believe this portion. And I only believe in this way. Well, you've created your own little religion of I am, right? So Jesus is telling us this tribulation is going to be like anything that's occurred up to this period of time, period of time when he was speaking, the period of time when we're living, and never will. It'll be unlike anything that will ever exist thereafter. Then he said this, verse 20, Jesus still speaking. Unless the Lord had shortened those days, no life would have been saved. But for the sake of the elect whom he chose, he shortened the days. 
That right there is a loaded verse, okay? It's loaded out of Matthew. It's loaded out of Mark, okay? We learn some things. Just look at the facts, okay? Don't worry about trying to interpret anything. Just look what it says. Jesus says that the Lord had shortened those days. So these days are yet to come. But when Jesus is speaking of them, he's speaking of them in the past tense because though they are days yet to come, it has already been determined, and it will be as if it is in the past. So these days will be shortened. And this great tribulation is going to be so intense that no life would have been saved. But for the sake of the elect whom he chose, he shortened the days. So the Lord has shortened the days. And he shortened the days for the sake of who? For the sake of the elect. And that gives us, he gives us some definition. This is Jesus speaking, folks. The elect, the elect are the ones whom the Lord has chosen. So you have people that are chosen. You have people that are elect. Those days will be shortened. Well, what days are being talked about? Well, it's the days of the great tribulation. Now, let me hasten to say again, and I know uh, if, if you understand this, just bear with me, but I, uh, I, have me, I have encounters constantly. I had one recently of someone that I know has heard me say this many, many times in Bible studies, and yet they just can't, they, they can't quite get it yet. And boy, do I understand that. The great tribulation is the wrath of Satan, the wrath of Satan, particularly through the man of lawlessness, the Antichrist, and the wrath of Satan poured out upon Israel, the Jewish people, and the church, the body of Christ. Revelation makes that abundantly clear, Revelation 12, okay? And so I had somebody ask me yesterday, they said, well, so do you believe that the church will be here for the tribulation? Well, by definition, if you're going to be tribulated, you have to be around. You cannot have been snatched away yet and taken to glory, okay? And boy, particularly out of my background and a lot of our backgrounds, that's just hard uh, to receive because we have been taught something either by uh, commission or omission our whole lives that is absolutely wrong. It's not what the Scripture says. So who's going to be tribulated? People will readily say, oh, yeah, we know Israel will be the Jews, but no, not the church. The church is going to be raptured out of here. That's not what the Scripture says. The problem arises is that people conflate the great tribulation with the wrath of God. The wrath of God is the day of the Lord. And the day of the Lord is God pouring forth his wrath upon Satan and his minions and unbelieving mankind. The great tribulation is the wrath of Satan. The day of the Lord is wrath of God. The great tribulation is not the wrath of God. I've heard t people teach that, that the uh, great tribulation is wrath of God. And we've been promised to be spared the wrath of God. That's true. We've been promised to be spared the wrath of God. But you've made a mistake. The great tribulation is not the wrath of God. So what he's saying is that this tribulation is going to be so bad that no life would have been saved of those who are being tribulated, okay, of the Jew and of the believer, that none would be saved but for the sake of the elect, that the Lord is going to shorten the days. How's he going to shorten those days? That's where it gets exciting, folks. He's going to shorten those days because he's going to take believers out of harm's way, what we call the rapture, which actually comes from a Latin translation of Scripture. It means just snatching away. He will take away those that are true believers. There are those that are Jews that will be left behind, okay, that are Jews and that are the people of the Lord. And they'll be left behind, and they will endure to the end. And that's what you see in Romans. When they look upon him whom they slain, who they crucified, then they will believe. And, we're going, and you see in uh, Matthew 25 also that there's Gentiles that make it all the way through uh, the wrath of uh, 
Satan all the way through the wrath of God, and they enter into his kingdom. Yeah, Matthew 25 talks about that. And boy, a lot of times people have a hard time believing that because that passage has been taught in another way. Okay, it's been taught in a way that, okay, you can use it as a principle and it's okay, but they're missing the, the, the real reality and the real truth of it. So Jesus was warning them, and he's warning us that this great tribulation is going to be so intense, unlike anything before and anything afterwards, that the Lord himself is going to shorten the, the days uh, so that the elect, okay, that the elect will be snatched out of this, that no life would have been saved. That doesn't mean that you lose your eternal life. That's not what he's talking about. It's the idea being if this continued going on, that this man lawlessness is going to kill every Jew and he's going to kill every believer and get his hands on. But for the sake of the elect, whom the Lord chose, he shortened the days. The elect are chosen by the Lord. I know, I know. I, I, most of the people around me freak out over that. It's real simple, folks. Read the Word of God and believe it. Read it first, study it first, examine it. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you revelation before you come back and label yourself as a Foxian or a Calvinist or an Arminian or something like that. Or a Wesleyan, there's a million names. Brodus, you know, I guess covered five different denominations right there. Uh, seek the Lord, He'll give you understanding. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you next episode.